0: Andrew,
1: how are you, man? Hello, how are you? Hey, excellent. Excellent, dude. How's your day going?
2: Oh, fine. Thank you very much. How about you?
1: Not too bad. Well, uh, dude, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, talk to us on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Well, uh, before we begin, I just wanted to say that um, my eldest daughter and I used to watch Destroy, Build, Destroy together like all the time, and that for us was like pretty pretty special to bond over that. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you hear stories like that all the time, but... You know, I just want to say thanks for uh, doing that, I guess.
2: Oh, absolutely. Thank thank you for watching that program. Uh, I believe, actually, Australia was one of the only other countries outside of the United States and Canada to broadcast the Destroy, Bill Destroy show, so I'm really glad you saw it. It was a lot of fun to make.
1: Of course, you know,
2: uh, I've
1: always thought that your whole philosophy on partying and positivity remind me of that in that place in Bill & Ted. They, they go to uh, where everything's excellent and everyone's doing air guitar.
2: Well, I've seen the movie, but I don't recall the, the location. What was the name of the location?
1: I can't remember the location, but it's like it's kind of like their heaven because their music influenced this awesome universe. You know, I always thought that your music was uh, had that kind of vibe. Do you think that's you know possible, that one day that could, could happen?
2: Um, I would say no, but I don't mean that to sound pessimistic. I, I mean it in that I don't know that the promises that Utopia offers – as a concept or as a as an end goal are actually even as utopian as utopia claims it would be. It seems that in the world there is some inevitable, ines- inescapable friction that is almost necessary for the good to arise out of. And in a utopia mm-hmm. or a type of heaven where there is no strife at all, no challenge or no struggle, I don't know that we would find that pleasurable. It might be kind of torturous. In a strange way, utopia might actually be hell. So I don't know that it's possible. What I think is possible is, is to find moments of uh, pure pleasure and a type of deep understanding that actually make us appreciate the parts of life that we would otherwise think of as unpleasant. Uh, they can still be painful, but they're... So meaningful and so valuable that we understand the discomfort we experience while going through them is is, is worthwhile. And maybe you know, maybe in, in utopia, there actually still would be room for all that. I mean, maybe we're already in utopia.
1: <laughs> I like that. You, I mean, you don't know the good if you don't have the bad, right?
2: Yeah, I think. Well, it seems to be that's what nature tells us time and time and time again. You mm. look out at the rest of the world that doesn't involve uh, humanity's day-to-day affairs most of nature seems to be pretty bound up in a a balance of of, of brutality and uh, peace. And that's probably just some inescapable part of being alive. Yeah, true. I like that.
0: Well, um,
1: you're you're heading down here uh, for two uh, special shows next month, and they look like they're just going to be so awesome, man. And it's only a quick visit this time,
2: though. Well, yes, we're really excited to have the chance to play any concerts at all, we are, as you said, just doing these two as of now in Melbourne and Sydney, but that's just because that's what we were invited to do. Had we invite, uh, invited to do more concerts, we certainly would uh, like to, so, but we're glad to have any, any invitation at all to come to Australia to party. I wasn't sure we would get the chance or the opportunity to play um, at all this year, so we're really thankful that the promoters asked us to come.
1: You know what, man? There's a lot of people in uh Queensland, including myself, that are um, going to be making the trip down. I mean, I'm very, very tempted to just get in a car and go to that show. I mean, I saw you... How long have a drive in... it? How, How long have
2: drive, a drive is Like 13 hours? 38? <laughs> 13. Oh, 13? Okay, well, thank you for even considering
1: that. <laughs> oh, man. I've, it's more than a consideration. I'm, I'm very, very keen. Have you ever done that? Have you ever, like want to see a band play so bad and it wasn't in the area but you've just gotten into the car with your buddies and just like done the done the mission is there anyone that you've done that for?
2: Uh, no not for other concerts I suppose you know on tour that's what we do every night uh, mm. to a degree I mean coming to Australia is probably gonna come out to around 24 hours of travel to come and see you uh, for us so but have I ever done that for a band in the United States? No, I don't, I don't think so. But I haven't seen that many concerts uh, in general, especially growing up. And most of the shows I did see were, were right down the street, even in friends' uh, basements and, and garages and things like that. But I, I really do admire the, the dedication that people put into going to see concerts at all, uh, especially at driving or traveling a great distance, committing themselves to some uh, extra exertion. It's very admirable, and certainly myself and, and everyone else that's, that's performing really appreciates that kind of devotion.
1: Because people love you, down here. I don't know if you got that feeling from the last time you here, but everyone loves Andrew WK. It's just a thing. I don't
2: know about everyone, but if you do, and a few a few other people do, that's that's enough to, <laughs> to generate the, the party passion that requires uh, that 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 we require to do this. I mean, I, I'm very thankful again to have anybody in the world at all care about this or get something out of it and and i i'm thankful to you for finding something of value in this party mission
1: absolutely man absolutely i mean i saw you at big day out on the gold coast like uh oh man it's a few years ago now and that circle pit was insane like that's probably the most crazy circle pit i've ever seen uh, is it i mean that's probably like a
2: everyday occurrence for you but for us down here like is
1: that is that do you remember that gig at all
2: well, yeah, that, because that was our first time and only time ever getting to play Big Day Out and we're quite dismayed that the festival at this point doesn't exist anymore, so we feel even mm. luckier that we got to be part of it. We had heard about it for so many years and then finally we got asked to play and we were just blown away by the whole experience, the the, the, the audience, the crew, the production, the uh, the backstage, the food and, and, and the catering, and it was really, really memorable.
1: That was insane, that was insane, that show. And uh, then you went and did a, another little show after that as well. It was like on a little side stage?
2: Yeah, we were allowed to do some side shows uh, at the festival, which yeah. is not that common. So that, that, was, that was very open-minded and very creative of the, the event organizers, the festival promoters. Yeah, it was awesome, man. That was a, that was a good day. And of
1: course, man, uh, will you be bringing that pizza guitar on this tour?
2: I believe so. I, I have a pizza guitar and I have a taco-shaped guitar, but... Most places outside of the United States and, of course, uh, Central and South America um, and maybe Canada to a lesser degree aren't that familiar with tacos. So, uh, you know, most of the world is familiar with pizza. So I think in Australia I probably will bring the pizza guitar. But you you know what a taco is too, right? I have a taco guitar. Do you know what a taco is? No, absolutely. Of course, course, right? All right. Well, see, (laughs) this is what I've been told is if I play this taco guitar – outside of uh, a few different countries they won't recognize that shape and people won't know what it is but i, I always thought everybody knew what tacos were
1: i know what tacos are man me the man i am today
2: <laughs>
1: <Same with pizza. laughs> so has, has it got a pizza shaped uh, guitar case
2: though well it's shaped the interior is shaped like the guitar itself <laughs> like the size of pizza in order to hold the guitar but the exterior is it's a very large, uh, really heavy-duty case, and it's it's just rectangular like a regular guitar case.
1: Oh, man, that's awesome. I love that guitar. It's so good. And of course, man, your new album, You're Not Alone, it's just phenomenal. It really seems like it. Uh, it's kind of coming at the right time, when I guess, where there's a lot of negativity in the world and, and people need a little bit of uh, positive party vibes. I mean, have you gotten that sense from, you know, a bit of feedback from, from fans that, you know, they're really getting a lot of positivity from that album?
2: Yes. Some folks have have said that, and that's wonderful to hear. Um, It seems that since I've started doing this party mission going back to 1999, there's always been a need for um, that energized enthusiasm, that kind of irrational optimism and and, and positive power. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, I needed that. Um, I've always been looking for that my whole life and trying Mm. to Get close to that feeling and and generate that feeling whenever I can, and and serve that feeling, promote that feeling. I think that's part of the the human experience. There's always a need for that type of deep, elemental uplift.
1: And that album, uh, it just it serves that purpose perfectly. It's it's hard to feel bad after listening to that album. Like I've had it on repeat. Thank
2: you. And it's yeah. Appreciate appreciate that. good,
1: Good way to set up the day, actually. And uh, of course, I mean it's such it's like a massive party rock opera that you know I think would probably uh, translate to a big arena stage play if you wanted to. Is that
2: something that you'd consider? If someone else would like to do that, it, it, I would wouldn't stop them. It, to be honest, I very intentionally try to remove story and context, such as um, a play or a musical would provide, or even a, a movie to some degree, hmm. because I. It, it gives too much meaning and encapsulates or uh, surrounds the feeling of the music too intensely, too too densely. So I'm always trying to liberate the song from a uh, predetermined meaning, trying to liberate the feeling of music from some kind of concept and let it just be pure feeling. I mean, the the story or stage play that I'm presenting is life, you know, my life or the life of the listener, the life that we're both living together. I don't want it to then be reduced personally just as an aesthetic. It doesn't appeal to me to reduce it into some kind of a logical framework. I want it to be very illogical and to kind of blow apart the type of uh, intellectual understanding that we usually resort to when trying to uh, approach uh, a piece of art or a piece of music or uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know, a spiritual experience. I want to liberate it from... I guess, the, the need for it to make sense in that way. But that's, you know what, it's just an instinct. I, it's part of me can't really explain it. People have been asking me for years and years if I would ever do a musical or a, a stage play, as you said, and, mm. you know, maybe someday. Um, but right now, it's just, it's sort of like a, a flavor that I really love as a, as an audience member, but my, the party gods have been telling me not to do that for this work.
1: Also, makes it more personal for the listener as well. You know, they can interpret
2: inter,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it's
2: hard to know. It's hard to know where these instincts of what to do and what not to do come from. And I can try to explain it and I can even try to understand it myself, but most of the time I don't. And I just try to stay true to it. I suppose they call that following your heart. Your heart will give you very clear uh, feelings about what you are meant to do or what you're meant not to do but it won't always explain to you why you're meant to do a a, a specific action or, or go in a specific direction so I, I sometimes i'm confused as to you know i don't really have a good answer for, for not doing that or, or something else what about
1: um in regards to uh your next album i mean has this sort of helped set things off to the next one
2: well i have been working on it uh i've been working on this one for so many years there's some of the songs on this most recent album go all the way back to 2005, so there's always a sort of an ever-revolving set of material that's in development, and there's more of that that could be put on the next album or on an album after that, and of course, uh, if I can set aside enough unbroken time, I can hunker down and, 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 and hopefully get a new album out as as soon as possible. I really would. I would, I would like to get it out as soon as i possibly can i certainly don't want it to take another 10 years yeah
1: hopefully hopefully soon but we still got this album to uh to live with in the meantime and it's, it's such a great album as i said so many people are loving it and we can't wait to see you down here in australia i mean are, are you looking at coming back and doing another full tour is that something that's I been would discussed? Lo- i would
2: love that i would lo- it's it, you know we're at the mercy of those that are in charge of organizing concerts and that's that's not a complaint. It's a uh, mm. an expression of gratitude. You know, we're thankful that we've ever gotten the chance to play Australia in the first place. Let alone, I think this will be the, the fourth or fifth time I've gotten to go over there in different capacities, and each time is a is an absolute privilege and a gift. And I I, I can only hope for much more.
1: What about spoken words, though? Is that something that you do down here as well? Well, actually, well
2: actually, I am coming to to do a speech um, as part of this upcoming trip, uh, a, a, a keynote address at an event, and again, that's just if people invite me most of the time. Mm. Someone asks for me to do a speech about partying, I'll, I'll do my best to oblige.
1: Excellent, well dude, thank you so much again for taking the time to uh, talk to us on the show today, man, and I really hope
2: uh, you and the
1: rest of the uh, crew have such an awesome tour, and hopefully uh, I'll catch you there
2: next month. Thank you, thank you for all your kindness, thank you very much, keep partying.
0: Planning on traveling this summer?